Welcome to the huddle with Mo and Lowe. Because some of the greatest life lessons happen in football, we turn that into a show. One, two, ready? Three. Huddles are a time to come together, to strategize, execute, spark creativity, learn, trust, grow, and share. So huddle up. Here are your hosts, Mo and Lowe. Monica. Hey. So, yeah. what's going on here? Because uh-huh. I was looking across the room and I was looking for you. Right. But... So there's a there's a little bit of a mix up. It was a little bit of a mix up. I think I'm I'm actually teaching CPR right now um, uh, with Open Arms Housing. They're a great, fantastic uh, organization that helps unhomed people in the District wow. of Columbia through three programs. And I'm teaching them CPR. But I think it was a little bit of a mix up. I think uh, um, yeah. Matt. Yeah, Mac is there with you? Yes. Mac the mannequin. Mm. I was like, I'm looking for Monica D. Livingston, and I see Malcolm D. Mannequin over here, a.k.a. Mac. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. We got our, I was supposed to be there with you, and he's supposed to be here with them, but um, I think it's too late now. You're going to have to do it with him. And, I, and, and no. tell him, don't take my job. I mean, he he looks like he's ready. I don't know. He looks pretty good. Oh, he's showing up? Yeah. What are you, you doing? Know. Well, right now he's giving me a blank stare through some closed eyelids. Um, but <laughs> I know he is ready to go. He looks anxious and, um, or not anxious, but eager to jump right in. Uh-huh. Okay, well, listen, don't fall for his stuff. A lot of times he pretends like his heart stops. And he just Ooh. wants you to just be pumping on his chest. And what he really trying to do is get that mouth to mouth. Don't fall for it, Lord. <laughs> do not fall for I'm- it. Don't put your lips on Matt. <laughs> that's how you do it look here i got to go i got to go teach these people yeah. here we're having a good time over here that's i'm so sorry cool. but i will be in studio with you next week yes but thank you for uh being out there trying to teach people how to save lives that's amazing well i you know how we do we get in yes. the community and do what we need to do to keep everybody thriving and, yes. and, and punch Mac in the side of his throat for me. I'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> you heard her, Mac. You heard her. <laughs> All right, Lois. I'll see you later. Okay, bye. Peace. Well, Mac, it's me and you, but not for long because we do have a team captain coming in today. Um, and I'm going to give you a hint about who that might be. So you're going to have to take a guess. I'm going to give you three words. Jubilee. Emancipation. And liberation. All right, so think about it. And if you can think about what we're going to talk about today, then I need you to jump on Instagram and let me know. Go to my Instagram at cleats and stilettos and drop it in the comments on my post. Okay, let me know. But while you're thinking about it, I got to talk about this outfit of the day because Mac is definitely in here decked out right now. He's got on the one and only DC Divas jersey. Yes, please. And thank you. And it's a number 18. You already know. You already know. Courtesy of the trunk of my car. But um, yeah, he looks good. He's got his burgundy on. Looking good. You ready, Mac? Mac, you got to lean in and speak into the mic. Mac. Okay, anyway. Well, anyway, let's talk about the wins this week. I got some wins to discuss with you. I'm so excited. So you know I'm talking about the Divas, right? The Divas took on Detroit last weekend and took home a big W, 53-0. You heard it, 53-0. Divas played Detroit Venom for the last regular season home game and secured a playoff schedule. So Divas will be on the road uh next weekend on June 24th to play Boston, the defending champions 
Um, and I think we're ready to go. The Divas, if you know what, this game was so full of energy and momentum. If I want to make it to the playoffs was a person, it was the whole entire DC Divas. Uh, we're ready. We're going to take on, we're going to take on Boston and show them all that we have because it's, you know, all or nothing. You already know. But another thing, another win that I have this week, I'm so excited about is I decided to give myself patience and control over negativity, over the those normal pet peeves and things that come out throughout the week that, you know, you're faced with life throws at you, all types of different energy, whether it's negative or positive. And I decided to slow down and not react and to think strategically, right? To be intentional and to not give in to those that negativity and those pet peeves and those things that are there to make me react. I was not going to do it. So a lot of times negativity and things that happen throughout the day, throughout your life, they cause you to overreact, to overthink, to, you know, just be out of your element. And I was, and I said, I'm not going to do it this week. I'm going to give myself space and time. Um, you know, you never want to let the enemy see you sweat. And when I say enemy, I'm not always talking about a person per se, but you don't want negativity or defeat or failure or mistakes to feel like it's gained on you, right? So take the time to don't react. That's it. Just don't react. And I have to tell you, I feel powerful. I feel like I'm in control. I feel like, you know, just that I have been able to overcome and be patient and positive. And I think that whenever you put energy, that's where it's going to multiply. So I challenge you to own your power, to gain control back over all the things that come into your life begging for a reaction and know that at the end of the day, your reaction is your choice. The energy that you choose to give the negative places and spaces in your life can be as little or as great as you choose. So choose wisely. But other than that, I got another win. I know. What'd you say, Mac? Yes, that was two wins, but we're going to do three wins of the week. That's right. So the third win, the third win of the week that I want to talk about, and I saved the best for last. Today is officially my son's birthday. Yay! I am so proud of this young man. And you know what? On one hand, I cannot believe he is 17 years old. I know. I know I don't look it. You don't have to tell me. I don't look it. But... <laughs> He is 17 years old. And so on one hand, I'm like, where did my baby go? And then on the other hand, I'm like, you got one more good year to eat up all the food in my house. And that's it. <laughs> but big, big happy birthday to him. Um, he is such a, a wonderful young man. He is growing into be such a leader. He supports his little brothers. He is amazing. And he's he's a wrestler and a huge WWE fan. What? Mac, where is your party hat? You already dressed up, but you got to bring the party hat out when we talk about birthdays. All right, Mac, do you remember the clues that we talked about? Because we got our team captain ready to come into the huddle. I'm going to repeat the clues. I know you got this. Jubilee, emancipation, and liberation. All right, did you guess what it was? All right, coming into the huddle, we have the one and only Laquan Austin of the Juneteenth Foundation. Yes, indeed. All right, everybody listening out there right here on DC Radio, we have our team captain of the week, Laquan Austin. Hey. Hey there, Lois. How are you? I'm great. How are you? 
Good, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us right here in the huddle. You are with the Juneteenth Foundation. Please tell me all about it. Everything. Uh, sure thing. <laughs> so you got the National Juneteenth Foundation. We were founded several years ago, uh, you know, following the murder of George Floyd and wanted to do something to help uplift the community and celebrate black excellence and culture. And found that Juneteenth was that perfect pivotal point, mm-hmm. especially because it was being so underrepresented and so under-celebrated. So we said, how do we create a movement around celebrating our culture and our community um, and putting Juneteenth on a map in a way in which it's celebrated just as large as July 4th is? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. And can you tell me, um, how did you get in? Like, what was the motivation? How did you get involved personally? Yes, sure thing. So um, I actually have uh, two young girls, Emery and Iris, uh, four and five, and I was looking for something uh, to take them to, to celebrate Juneteenth, you know, mm-hmm. something of significance. There was, you know, some things in local parks and things of that nature, but I wanted something more, you know, um, impactful, something more meaningful. Um, and saw there was really nothing, um, yeah. that was really doing it in a, in a concrete way, the way that Juneteenth ought to be celebrated. So, uh, reached out to some friends, uh, who are much smarter than I am and said, Hey guys, what if we do something for Juneteenth? Uh, my attorney said, okay, uh, let's set it up as a nonprofit. So he sets up the, the nonprofit for us. Uh, then they called me a few weeks later once we officially got our paperwork. Um, and then I say, hey, hey, Chris, what did you actually name it? What did you, you name the organization? Mm-hmm. And he goes, the National Juneteenth Foundation. And I, <laughs> I laugh for a few reasons. I say, one, because, you know, that's way bigger in scope than we imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, how is the name the National Juneteenth Foundation even still available? You know, that just goes to tell you how underrepresented right. uh, and under-celebrated the day, was, the day actually is. So yeah. uh, we took it, and then we wanted to do something monumental. Mm-hmm. So, so, you, so what, is it, what did it mean, though, when, you know, what was it, 2021, when it was yes. finally signed in? What was that like? What did that mean for you um, and for the foundation? Yeah, so our first call to action was to get Juneteenth passed as a, as a federally celebrated and recognized holiday. You know, look, we have... St. Patty's Day and Valentine's Day. I mean, how do we how do we miss Juneteenth, right? right so right. that was <laughs> that was our first call to action to say, guys, how do we get Juneteenth actually celebrated and recognized federally? So there's been a lot of really great other efforts out there working on it, and we just happen to be have relationships um, to help push it over the finish line and get it celebrated. So mm-hmm. uh, that was really big. And then mm-hmm. step number two was to make sure that the holiday was not you know hallmarked or uh, commercialized, right? So like. You know, go to your local Denny's and get $19 off your local Juneteenth mm. meal, right? Mm. Well, we, mm. we didn't want that, right? No. So we wanted to come up with something concrete that says, all right, this is what Juneteenth means. And here's how we celebrate it, right? It's not just a day for you to sit by the pool and relax, but what does it mean concretely yes. to celebrate Juneteenth? So we thought about what it meant to recognize and celebrate the history, but also before looking to celebrate the future. So that's why we place such a large emphasis on HBCUs mm-hmm. and scholarships to our students, et cetera, and diversity, equity, inclusion, and hosting the nation's largest DNI career fair. Mm. So I want to get to that, the um, the scholarships and the HBCUs in just a second. Um, but, you know, especially when you mentioned like Denny's and, <laughs> and just kind of mm-hmm. taking it out of context, what are some misconceptions that you think that, you know, we need to kind of tackle? Yeah, I think, to be frank with you, um, we're all still learning how to Juneteenth, right? Mm. So, whereas we're all trying to make an attempt to say, how do we recognize it? How do we, how do, how do consumers and brands do something meaningful for Juneteenth for their customers, um, for the audience that they're serving, for the communities they're serving? 
but without again it being insulting, right? Yes. So I often Please. share with folks, you know, let's sell, let's let's share a little bit of grace here as we all figure out how to Juneteenth together. Mm-hmm. As corporations are making attempts to say, all right, we want to recognize this holiday and uh, show that we we see it and we see our, our community that, that we serve as well, uh, but also you know not bastardize the day and again mm-hmm. commercialize it too much, in which it's more insulting than. Um, than sure. celebratory. Absolutely. And, and how do you navigate your parent? You have your two young daughters. How do you navigate those conversations with them? And just, you know, for any parents that are listening in or anyone really just who has students or anyone that they need to kind of guide and, and how, and how do you navigate those conversations? Yeah. The most important thing I think is, uh, definitely educating this next generation of, of, uh, young folks, right? So, you know, a lot of, um, folks, didn't grow up even knowing what Juneteenth was. And that's just been something standard that I've consistently is that I didn't even know what Juneteenth was. So number one, you're dealing with uh, a generation of folks who've never heard of Juneteenth before. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you think about how do you celebrate it, that's also a big question mark. So as we talk about this next generation, you know, it's really important for them to understand what Juneteenth is and also that we're giving them the right tools in terms of how do you celebrate it? Yes. It's a reflection of the past, but more importantly, it's a celebration of our culture and black excellence. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so let's go back. Let's go back to um, the conversation about the HBCUs and the scholarships. I know the foundation has so many great things going on. Can you talk a little bit more about what those scholarships are like, what that um, those programs are? Yes, yeah, certainly. So um, our pillars are, are, are threefold. One, uh, the first one is scholarships mm-hmm. uh, and supporting HBCU students in schools. So it's really important for us to invest back into these students and these institutions that were designed by us and for us. And we believe in supporting the next generation of scholars and supporting the institutions they go to. Go to. So we send out, this year we'll be giving away a half a million dollars in scholarships to students Whoa. going historically Whoa. black. Yeah. We're, not, we're not just going to throw it in there like it's a little bit of change. <laughs> a half a million dollars. Yes. Thank you. Yes, please. Thank you. Amazing. Yes, absolutely. And again, this is one of the ways in which corporations actually finding ways to choose Juneteenth, right? Saying, how can we put resources in the hands mm-hmm. of organizations who are supporting these communities? So, you know, instead of doing, like I mentioned, that Denny's meal, mm-hmm. why don't you use those resources to support students going to HBCU schools, Boom. Boom. right? That part. Um, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, it. that's one of our big call to orders. Amazing. Number two, we also want Juneteenth to be the time and period in which organizations are reflecting on the diversity, equity, inclusion metrics internally, yes. right? You know, D and I right now is very, very sexy, but mm-hmm. we want to make sure that it becomes the consistent fiber and fabric of what organizations are doing year round. Right. So at least during Juneteenth period, use that as a time to reflect on your diversity, equity, inclusion metrics. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have the nation's largest D and I career fair in the country. Mm-hmm. Now, last year we had about 265,000 people join us for our career fair. This year we're looking at about four to 600,000 folks joining us for that career fair as well. Um, and our employers are looking to actually hire, you know, quality brown and black folks to to their companies, right? Yeah. And we're not talking entry level positions. We want managers, executives, yes. VPs, yes. etc. So, you know, the numbers are good, but we're really pushing to make sure people are getting those interviews, getting second, third round opportunities, and most most importantly, getting placements. Oh yes, absolutely. How important is that? Um, I mean, just a game changer, you know. Um, so. You've had just recently, I mean, so many great things. I want to know, so I have so many questions. Listen, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
you've had just this week, you've had a lot going on, you know, Juneteenth is coming up right around the corner. You've had a lot of events happening this week. The Juneteenth honors for all of you listening in. If you are not aware, you definitely need to find out. Um, so please um, talk about the upcoming events that you have, the bikes and books. Um, and also, how can people support all this great work that you're doing? How can people also contribute? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we believe that Juneteenth should be celebrated just as large as July 4th because it's the nation's second Independence Day. Yep. Right. Um, so as a result of it, Juneteenth Honors is one of our flagship programs in which it's an award and music show in which we give our flowers to our luminaries while they're still here. Right. So last year we were fortunate enough to honor folks like Congresswoman Joyce Beatty, Maxwell, Amari Hardwick, uh, Robert, uh, philanthropist Robert F. Smith. We were joined by Rick Ross and T.I., Lettucey, Terry Hilson. You know, in this year's programming, we're honoring uh, Herbie Hancock, Chuck D., wow. uh, Tamika Mallory, some HBCU presidents. We'll have music by uh, Shanti and Ja Rule, right? It's an opportunity for us to give flowers to our leaders while they're still here and also yep. have a celebratory way to, again, showcase black excellence and, you know, really showcase what, we, what our community, what our culture stands for. So Juneteenth Honors is one of our flagship programs. Uh, we're yeah. also doing a really big community uh, give back as well in which we're providing over 200 bikes to um, D.C.'s mayor's office for returning citizens mm -hmm. and helping those families uh, with bikes for their kids, but also a child's book about Juneteenth. Right. Like nice. I mentioned, education is a huge part yes. of it. So we're giving out a child's book that I, I actually uh, authored this year uh, with a friend what? around the importance of Juneteenth. You didn't tell um, me that. <laughs> yes, it's uh, yeah, it's called Undercover nice. uh, Malik and Kai's uh, Journey to uh, Discover Juneteenth. Um, wow. yes, it's, um, we're, we're giving away 200 bikes and books to uh, the mayor's office for returning citizens and supporting their families. Um, then, of, yeah. of course, we have our career fair, right? Our mm -hmm. career fair, like I mentioned, the largest DNI career fair in the country. Yeah. Um, and we'll be joined by employers like Wells Fargo, T Mobile, General Motors. Walmart, Ashley Stewart, and so many other important brands who are going out there trying to find and hire quality uh, black and brown talent. Yes. And then lastly, we have our festival and block party, right? That's our way to end uh, the celebration mm -hmm. uh, and have a beautiful block party uh, in which we invite the entire community to come out, just kick it, live music, DJ, food, family, kid things. That's right. All of the above. So, and that's tonight. Yeah, that's right. So, that's tonight. That's correct. So, that's tonight. Yes. That's tonight. I, I, at Franklin Park uh, here in D.C., 6 o'clock. Bring the whole family out. It's going to be a really great time. Yes. We're going to be there. Showing Good. up and showing out. <laughs> yes. Laquan, thank you so, so much for joining me right here on The Huddle um, on D.C. Radio. And please just give us um, where can people find you on um, your website and your social media handle? Sure thing. So it's all consistent. The Juneteenth Foundation .com. Easy uh, peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> That's it. The Juneteenth Foundation .com. If you go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, same. The Juneteenth Foundation .com. Please support us. Every dollar you donate helps support more students going to HBCUs and providing the work that we do. So I hope to see you guys tonight at, at Franklin Park. At That's right. That's right. And if you missed the Juneteenth honors, you can wa do the watch party right on Monday. That's right. Watch That's right. We're having a watch party on Monday. It'll be on Fuse Media 
anywhere in which you have um, Android television and analog devices. It'll also be on Oprah Winfrey Network, uh, CNN, Fox as well. Uh, so please tune in and enjoy the show. Tune in. All right, Laquan, Austin, thank you so much. The Juneteenth Foundation, so, so important. Thank you for joining us right here on The Huddle. We got to kick you out. Sorry about that, but we're going to have you back. <laughs> <Talk> <laughs> thank soon. See you, thank you for all that you're doing. See you tonight. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Laquan Austin of the Juneteenth Foundation. So important. So powerful. So necessary. All right. What else is happening around D.C.? Well, tomorrow is Father's Day. So big, big happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there and all the father figures. Keep doing what you're doing because we need you. We also have on Father's Day the Fit Fathers DC. As you remember, our guest Milton Yates of Zarina was here talking about that, and that's going to be such a fun event. So that's tomorrow as well, 9 to 12 p.m. And guess what? On June 23rd, well, four, play it where it lies, you know. If you know anything about what I'm talking about, you know I'm talking about golf. That's right. On June 23rd, we have a couple of golf tournaments. They are celebrity golf tournaments, and, you know, I do my thing. Uh, They call me Tiger Woods because every time I hit the ball, it goes in the woods. But I definitely did improve my game because the last golf tournament I was at, I was hitting birdies. So I got to change my name. If you have a suggestion on what my new nickname should be on the green, let me know what you think. I'm thinking Songbird. All right, let me work on that for you. But yes, on June 23rd, the one and only Santana Moss having his annual golf tournament with the foundation 89 Ways to Give. If you want to find out more information about that, you can go to at 89 Ways to Give. And guess what? Ivy City is also having a golf tournament, a celebrity golf tournament, the 15th annual. And this is with the AKA sorority. Where are my girls at? Yes, and I will be in attendance. I'm going to keep you posted on how well I do. I told you, I'm hitting those birdies. All right, now, also on June 24th, next week, we got the Divas headed to Boston. You heard it. We are headed to Boston for the playoffs. We got this. So find you an athlete on social media and send them some love, but especially the DC Divas, because we're going to the playoffs and we're going to bring home that ring. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, Mac has been talking my ear off all day. Mac, you got to calm down. Okay. I know you're excited to be here. Monica is coming back, but we might have to bring you back too. So he has a sad face right now because he knows it's time to go. And it was his first day on the job. So we want to know how he did. So if you want to tell us how he did, drop it in the comments. Make sure you join us at DC Radio HD on Instagram. Once again, that's at DC Radio HD. And of course, my co-host, Monica D. Livingston at Livingston3636. And you know, mwah, you can get me at Cleats and Stilettos. And if you don't know how to spell stilettos, I got you. It's one L and two T's. All right. Well, I got to get out of here. Big happy birthday to my son, Anthony. And of course, a huge thank you to Laquan Austin of the Juneteenth Foundation. And thank you all for joining us right here on DC Radio. But we'll see you next week. We got to go. Mac, say goodbye. Well, there you have it. You've been listening to The Huddle with Mo and Lo Podcast. For more information, visit BLEAV.com or click on the Programs tab and the Huddle with Mo and Lo page at DCRadio.gov. 
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.